to They Watch at Night, a spooky, scary skeleton podcast where when we hear something that goes bump in the night, it's probably Joe hitting the kitchen island. And that shit hurts. Because mm. it's made of marble. That fucking hurts. Mm. I don't well, have a kitchen island. Do you not have any like light on in your house at night? I try not to. Uh, actually, sometimes the light, when it hits her while she's sleeping, she wakes up and she's not happy about it. Mm. And so normally, I'm I'm like walking through our dark house that doesn't get a lot of light normally with my my phone not even the flashlight just facing forward trying to make my way well um you know i guess you could just get used to your house layout that way you don't have to bump into it or you have been living there for a few years now the easier option is to simply adjust my eyes to be nocturnal only Hmm. then that way i have mole man vision it's a good way to live man 100 percent or just put a nightlight over by the island. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of options. Yeah, there's a lot of options. There's quite a few. Um, <laughs> but so, hey, uh, I'm Joe. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. And this is They Watch at Night. Um, and this is not a special episode, but we're doing something different. We're talking about Dead by Daylight. We're getting, well, we're just going a little loose, a little casual, a little free with it. Two, yeah. three dudes hanging out in a room close together. Because we're not gay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're um. Well, me and Ben are definitely like five feet apart. Me and Joe are more like three, maybe two. Mm. He just touched me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but God. yeah, I'm like, uh, we'll see. I'm like, I- I've heard, I've heard some uh, reviews that like some of the best parts of our uh, podcast are like whenever we're just like having banter. It does feel very natural. Yeah, it does. I'm like, at the end of the day, we're three best friends, um, you know, just like, like scary stuff. We yeah. like the spooky shit. Mm-hmm. Spooky, scary, scary. Can you not do that? I, it's my signature thing. Okay. That I'm, I'm, I've, nobody like told me it's my signature thing. I've decided to make it my signature you, you thing. You just it's found like, that out on your own. It's like whenever you give yourself a nickname, like I'm, <laughs> this is my calling card. I mean, Ashley's definitely commented on a lot, so yeah, he does it all very frequently. Like on my moaning? Yeah. I think I do a really good job at it. Because she's, she's just like, why does he have to do that? I'm just <laughs> like, it's just what we do. But funny funny enough, like, I, like during sex, I don't moan. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, I'm vocal in different uh... ways. Oh, gosh, I hope no. this this will be the one my mom listens to. <laughs> I would tell him to edit it out, but he's not going to. Oh I, yeah, I know, right? I did. Like, I, I actually, actually, I there's listening. nothing, there's nothing better than like listening to the podcast, hearing Joe say, "I'm gonna edit this out," and then go on a fucking six minute rant no. about something. No, so what was so funny is like y'all did your thing with Five Nights at Freddy's, like the, you know, the what, what you did say, and I was listening, and I just, I kind of zoned out, and then I hear fucking Tyler talking about like come up my ass da, da, da. i'm just like okay hold on <laughs> so I, so so did you edit it but did you edit it out yes okay I so, edited it out it worked so we we have a oh, system bullshit. like there's so many sound bites that y'all will never hear hopefully now well, <laughs> where I, I just say something so out of pocket and so embarrassing that joe has no choice but to edit it out well we might uh Going into 2024, we might do a Patreon where we have behind the scenes, and I'll just have a compilation of all the horrible things <laughs> that they say. He says a lot of shit. 
It works. I mean, it it's does. true. It one hundred. Listen, it's motivation. Jolted me out of my like fog and was just like, oh, oh, I gotta edit this. <laughs> um, I, I'm just sitting there imagining being like, ha- like kind of halfway into your work, and then all of a sudden I'm just screaming, "Come in my ass!" Just... <laughs> out, of, out of nowhere. Exhausting. <laughs> mm. But um, speaking of coming in your ass. Not speaking of it. <laughs> they say that Chucky's going to gonna be... Transition? <laughs> transition into what? We're going to be talking about Chucky. I was, I was getting ready to say, I don't know how that transitions, but... <laughs> Chucky. I mean, I guess he's small enough to go up there, but like... <laughs> um, <laughs> At least get a hand in there. So, so, Dead by Daylight, actually, as of November 8th, has announced that um, they are introducing Chucky into... Uh, their game which is super exciting is this the the they don't have jason though right no okay so they don't have the like uh infinity stones of horror they've got freddy and michael yeah, yeah. they've got a big three well they have and they have leatherface they have leatherface they have freddy they have michael they have pig uh pig girl uh, i don't know her name i can't remember her actual name but she's from jigsaw yeah she's the one from, that was the pig mask or she's from saw um they also have the xenomorph which I guess is technically a, a killer, but it's more monster. I'm I'm of the thinking if they're gonna put, you know, if they're gonna put the alien, they need to put Predator. If they're gonna have Freddy, they should put Jason. But see, the, they well, teased Jason's me. hard though. Well, they teased out when they were teasing out Chucky. They had a uh, a, a, a magnetic a yeah, yeah, yeah magnetic knife rack, um, which those things suck. By the way, I work with one; it's the worst. <laughs> um, and they had a bunch of the knives from all the killers and whatnot. And then they had one big knife in the middle, and everyone was speculating, like, "Oh, who is it?" Um, and a lot of people were uh, thinking it was going to be Predator because they were like, "It's a knife rack. He, he knives. You know, he's got a bunch of them." And it was kind of like, "Yeah, that's this, stupid." Yeah, I mean, a lot of anyone lot of who thought that you're an idiot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, like, why would the Predator use a kitchen knife? I mean, versatility. Maybe they're just going on the run. Has, has there ever been any predator to even walk into a kitchen in any of the movies? That's a fat no, but yeah, maybe, exactly. Maybe, it's pred- maybe predator too. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna be know. staunching that. I mean, um, he's went through like somebody's bathroom in the second one, yeah, where he patched himself up. I don't think he went through the kitchen. No, that's a reach. But so so the, he's more likely to use a shaving razor yeah. than a kitchen knife yeah you know what you know it would be a fucking cool little thing and i know he's not a killer in the sense but it would be really neat have sweeney todd in dead by daylight no that would that like, would be cool i want to ask y'all later what you y'all be thinking about it while we're talking about this top three killers in dead by daylight you'd like to see added in the future oh yeah yeah, be thinking about that. We'll come back to it. Oh, I've, I've already got one because I was about to say it, but we'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, so they just added Chucky in, which I saw some gameplay from it. It looks really neat because he is the only killer that does third person. Um, hmm, really? He is, he is not first person. I like um, that. Which I is, guess all you'd see is grass blades hitting your face. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like they probably tested that and were just like, eh, let's not do this. Because uh, he has a... A normal mode and a Heidi Ho mode. Due to his Heidi Ho. And this is a quote from Prima Games. Um, due to his short height, the good guy, which I love I love the name, um, also has a fixed third person camera positioned above and behind him. 
giving the player a better view of his surroundings. He also has much shorter... He's also much shorter than other killers, making him stealthy. However, he leaves fading footprints behind as he walks. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to counteract that. Because he is... I don't know how they could have... If they'd have made him, like, a big adult size, I think that really would have been weird. Yeah, well, it, actually, I do like how they did the his, like... Because, real quick, because I know, I know what it looks like. How do you think he picks up people? <laughs> I hope I didn't he even think about it, honestly. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't throw him over his shoulder. I mean, technically, yes, but it's it's different. Um, I'll get to it in a, a second. But so his special ability, which is Heidi Ho mode, um, he has to activate his ability to get into it for twenty seconds. While in this mode, the killer has no terror radius. Oh shit! And has distraction footprints and audios that are spawned across the map. Because uh, I saw some of his uh, Memento Mores, and yeah. um, each one he has a unique, or I want to say almost all of them, he has a unique voice line. Where I, I, the one I saw, he like stat because what he does is like hits him in the head with a hammer, hits him again as they fall down, and then goes up, picks up their head, and does like almost the ghost face thing where he like slits their throat, but he. Yeah. Uh, just stabs him in the throat, and he's like laughing the entire time. Oh my god! And the one he, the one I saw where he jumps off, he's like, "Fuck off and die!" <laughs> like, oh my Jeez. god, he's kind of brutal. I like it though. Um, while in his Heidi Ho mode, uh, he has a special attack called Slice and Dice, where he charges forward at a high speed and triggers an attack at the end. Um, he also has a something called Scamper. So instead of you know how they uh, they have they have these wooden pallets that you can drop on um, yeah killers and such and so scamper you go underneath and it's faster than breaking it shit so because I wa- I was watching one guy <laughs> chase this person they were they were scrambling <laughs> and he scampers under and it's a just a smidge bit faster um but he he's definitely a really good killer to bring in honestly but uh, the way he picks people is up is he i guess summons a ghost or something like it's a man um and he uh he picks up chucky and the body what is it like is charles lee ray or is it like who's the man i'm not i've never seen that in any of the movies they had to get creative yeah oh Tiffany Valentine's also joining him. Hmm. He's going to be in it? Yeah. Bro. But yeah, Brad... I don't know how to say his last name. Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf. Dorf. And Jen- Jennifer Tilly uh, will be voicing their original characters, respectively. Nice. Yes. Um, I was hoping they would do cool. that. Just thought I'd send that to y'all. I saw that today. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah. The doll-sized killer's small stature, and this is from Polygon, um, would seemingly put him at a height disadvantage compared to other killers. Not so, apparently, because Chucky's pre-doll fo- human form, Charles Lee Ray, appears in the game as a spirit to aid the new killer in hooking survivors and interrupting them during repairs. Oh, that's cool. So, that's kind of neat. But I figured I figured if they brought back the original guy, they they were just like, we just need voice line, anything, just everything. 
Um, I'm really glad they got Brad to do it. Oh, uh, so they so altogether, all the uh, horror characters that have been summoned to the fog have been Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Pyramid Head, Xenomorph, and Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, this is they didn't mention her the um, pig girl. Um, They've definitely like got a very good collection. They really do. I mean, I I you know they're gunning after Jason. I know, but Jason's going to be really hard to get. I mean, I know that Friday the thirteenth, the game you said it was ending last week, didn't you? So as far or it's as getting, it's going to be ending next year, yeah. As far as I'm aware, December next year, Friday the thirteenth, the game will no longer be playable. Which you would like to believe that would open up Jason because Dead by Daylight and Friday the thirteenth, even though they are different, they are very very similar. So it is kind of like, why would they even bother putting Jason in a different game? Then people would be definitely more likely to play Dead by Daylight. Because right now, having Jason Voorhees is really all Friday the 13th has to prop itself above Dead by Daylight. But you'd like to believe they would be able to get him after the game ends. But I I feel like with all the legal situation going on around Jason, they're going to be hard-pressed to get him into any IP right now. It's going to be a while, unfortunately. The only thing that I'm pretty sure it's still greenlit is the TV series, but even that they're still backed up on, mm, which is sad because I really want to see that. I mean, of, at this point, they just—I don't understand why they can't just come to an agreement on something. Like, it's just Sean, man. Jesus, I don't. From what just, I understand, it's just Sean Cunningham. Yeah, just bring him into it, then. Just bring him into it. Like, if he wants to be part of it so bad, just say, "Okay, Sean." You you get whatever percentage he wants. Just give it to him because at this point, It'll you're make not making it. any money on it anyway. Okay. It's not like it won't make money. I mean, people love that stuff. Oh yeah, easily. Like it's it is it is a holy grail IP. Like the, people will spend money on it. Like it, regardless of the quality. And like there are only a few things that you can actually get away with that with. And I mean, Jason I Voorhees is one of them. I don't know what kind of percentage he's wanting, but I I would like to think that it's, you know, not outrageous, but who knows? He could be saying, nah, man, I need 50-50, which is bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. What were you watching? Sorry about that. No, I'm on uh, Dead by Daylight's official website. So, oh, okay. I guess... Uh, I figured if like Jennifer Tilly was just gonna be like they would include her like he'd call out to her and she'd respond back. She's a whole whole ass skin. Nice. Mm. So like, man, where's Glenn? Glenn. Glenn. Their son. Yeah. Oh, their their um non-binary yeah. gender fluid. Those do those mean the same thing? I'm sorry if they do. Uh, no. no. Right? No, they don't mean the same thing. Non-binary is. Someone that is outside the binary of male and female, gender fluid, you can move between the two. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Well, I, think he's... I guess. Can you be both? Uh, hard to say. Well, anyway. What well, in the movie, is... they kind of played that. He. Yeah. I mean, even in the TV series, Chucky says, I have an LGBTQ kid. Yeah, I think it's so great that they, like, I was afraid they would, like, just write Glenn off. No, nah. like Glenn's Glenn's funny. Glenn's like, a I cool like character. His character. Like it's he definitely is kind of out of place in the more serious child's play properties. Yeah. But like 
you could write him in the, that TV show is not serious. No. I'm um, like, that TV show is uh, goofy. I still oh enjoyed it, though. Which they have to if that's the level of actors they're going to pay to be playing in it. Yeah. They don't really have a choice but to be goofy. Right. His abilities are actually pretty good, too. Um, so Chucky, Chucky's abilities, uh, his unique perk is Hex. Two can play, which blinds any survivor that dares to stun or blind you. Um, so that's useful. His second perk is Friends Till the End. When you hook a survivor that is not the obsession, the obsession will become exposed and briefly reveal their aura. That's pretty when cool. When you hook the obsession, a random survivor will scream and become the obsession. Um, Chucky's third and final perk is Batteries Included, which is meant to capitalize on the survivor's success and turn hope into pain. Whenever a generator is completed, entering its vicinity <laughs> will grant you a movement speed bonus for as long as you remain in range. Which ain't bad. That's really not. God, he looks terrifying in these pictures. Are they like so the Chuck the Chucky movie with Audrey Plaza and Mark Hamill's Chucky. I haven't watched it, but did not like his look. I mm. don't like how they changed it. Yeah, I felt like in a space. I mean, it's the same thing with Jason. I don't like it when they change his mask. I don't like it when they alter like small details. Like I know they're oh, it's a different iteration etc keep something consistent like yeah have them in a jumpsuit have them in a you know a jacket or whatever keep the mask consistent it's the, it's the icon it's the visual it's what denotes him and i think chucky's particular blue-eyed fucking nasty little f- face is just something that you shouldn't mess with <laughs> I mean, three through seven for Friday. I mean, they technically kept the same mask, but it evolved as he turned more into a zombie, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. By the end of it, it's like part of him. Yeah. And pretty it's much, like, it's like, like melted embedded. into his face. Yeah. No, I just, I just remember because uh, I, when we were playing Friday the Thirteenth, I saw it. Uh, the one that it doesn't have the red. It's not. It's a hockey mask, but it's the one with like squares instead of little tiny circles, and instead of red. It's just fully white. I think it's like four or something. Mm. I can't remember. Um, I just didn't. I, I, it's, I, I don't have that much against it. I just didn't enjoy it. Because that's part four right there on the wall. That's the end of part four. Which one am I thinking of? Yeah. Um, but yeah. No. We're, uh, we're going to play it tonight. And... Uh, Hope here's to hoping, but next year we have some big plans for the podcast and changing things up and making things a little bit more exciting. And one of the things is we're going to uh, excuse um, one of the things is we're going to start making hopefully making YouTube videos and uh, putting them up us playing horror games and what have you and. Uh, well, we will probably start on the PS5. My my hope is to get us on some PCs to play the cheaper horror games like uh, Backrooms and I've been seeing this one and it looks mm. fucking frightening. Where they're like they're running through a house and there's this fucking 
jack-in-the-box with arms and legs chasing them and it's winding itself up and the guy that's getting chased is just like running he's like don't 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 look don't look it's gonna fucking kill me (laughs) it's like oh my god like it looks so funny um but um yeah um i'm i'm like overall i i i really like dead by daylight is kind of in the way that Fortnite has started just adding and adding and adding different God. characters. And I mean, it kind of keeps it fresh. I feel like it's starting to get a little dated. I don't, I'm not an avid player of Fortnite, so I can't speak to how like the, the community at large feels. Well, they're, they're going back to the original map. They yeah. went back to OG. Yeah. Still doesn't interest me, but <laughs> no, I thought it was. I thought it was the funniest thing. I saw one guy that was just like the. He was playing like slow piano tune. Is just like, just land in Tomato Town. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. But um, what what are like what are some characters you still think Dead by Daylight could add? Because like like I said, they they are collecting the Infinity Stones of horror icons. I feel like obviously Jason. But like I really I take Jason out of it, yeah. Because I feel like Jason's obvious, but also going to be super difficult to get. Yeah. So like, who's some people that you guys would want to see added in the future? Like some good ideas. Personally, well, I I I don't think for sure, but I they're definitely going to probably put Springtrap in there eventually. I, yeah, I think Springtrap is especially like as big as the movie has gotten like even though maybe like critically it isn't acclaimed obviously like the movie's still doing numbers spring trap matthew lillard's performance yeah Oof. they like it is it is becoming very popular and spring trap is just creepy all of himself like he's an interesting looking character they created for the movies yeah um personal opinion though the killer from malignant I was gonna say Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel is, it, it's he's kind of basic in his visual because most of the time he's like got a long leather kind of cloak on, um, mm-hmm. but he has like a gold was it golden scissors or something? It was like a shear. It was a, it was a golden knife of some sort, and what I think sets him apart from a lot of other people is the fact that spoilers for the movie. Um, he runs backwards. That's yeah. Like his creepy, his whole like backwards arms and legs and like just the, and the fact that he has such a versatility in movement. Cause in the movie, he's just jumping off wall. He, he goes on a police precinct and is just jumping off walls, killing people left and right. And it's <laughs> so fucking fun. James Wan had so much fun with that movie. And I also think his, the, the, the whole crack in the back of the head thing, super smart. Love it. Yeah, um, that's definitely my personal number one. Yeah, no, Gabriel, like like you said, he he would be so in, like it'd be so scary to just see him like running at you backwards. Like, and I'm sure they could give him some really interesting abilities to go along with that. Like, really, I'm like, I want, I we need Malignant to get a sequel. We need Gabriel to get the the attention he deserves. Like, I, I think he's super underrated. I need to watch that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Really? Oh, next week. I thought we reviewed it. No. Did we not review Malignant? No. no. I think we talked about it. and um... I swear I thought we, we made a podcast episode on Malignant. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I th- you know what it is? I thought, didn't we see it in theaters? 
No, I didn't see it in theaters. I watched it with my wife. Yeah. I don't know. I I I swear I thought we had, but maybe not. We but, talked about it, but we didn't. But you you do need to watch it. It's really good. I, I heard it was really Max. good. On Max, okay. I think so. I think that's where it's streaming at right now. All right. But you know, I've got two for you right here, and one of, one of them's kind of obvious. One of them, I think, is I, I, I if they could make it happen, it would be really cool. But the obvious one, Pennywise. Like I think Pennywise be good. got like you could do a lot of interesting abilities. You could have two different skins, new oh. and old. Tim say, Curry and I was uh, gonna say you talking about yeah that Pennywise either or... one, but yeah that that's what gave me the idea. Pen, Ben's got a um is it a NECA? Yeah, it's NECA. NECA uh Pennywise figure in in our podcast room right here of the Tim Curry version. Oh man, it's Tim Curry's version is like creepy. On it, and it's such a different way from the um, Bill Skarsgård version. I feel like the Tim Curry. Jesus, Ben, you all right? Yeah, his backpack strap was in the. It's always. Yeah. Is. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, like. Oh my god, that Tim, is terrifying. Tim, Tim Curry's. Is, is, I don't know if this is a hot take. He's scarier to me. He is. Well, it's that's because Tim Curry's felt like a like a sociopath. See, uh, what's his face felt like an animal. Like he was possibly always, because he was he's always chasing someone he's always like trapping them and like killing them and whatnot. Tim Curry was psychological. Man was over there abusing people to the point where like and what's so funny is like you you don't think about it in the movie because obviously you see the balloons and everything. The library scene where he's like, "Do you have Prince Albert in a can? Well, you better let him out then." Uh huh, uh huh, and he has the balloons coming down. That guy is like screaming. No one else can hear those balloons and whatnot. So this librarian's just sitting there and this man's going, Do you? He's just like <laughs> screaming full force at her. And she's just like, I, I'm sorry, I can't help you. <laughs> like, I I think his is much more psychological, which is a lot more interesting an aspect to me. Whereas um, Bill Skarsgård's uh, version is much more animalistic, where he is hunting mm-hmm. and he is going for the purpose of the kill. Yeah. Like, I I think Tim Curry's is much more, he's building the fear up a lot more to get that juiciness. Yeah. But you could have, like, a, a new map in the sewers. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah, no, it really would. But one I've got for you, this is, this is a little out of pocket here. I want y'all's opinion on it. I don't know if they'd be able to do it because it's um, associated with DC, actually comics what about the batman who laughs yeah you don't like that no really i thought I that'd be cool it, but... I... he's got his own cool looking little knife and everything like i know dc would probably be hard pressed to even a character that like dark to allow into a game where he's actively killing people so i knew it's a long shot but like yeah. i feel like it'd be cool i how. Oh. He is really cool visually and whatnot, but I just, I don't know. I feel like if they go that direction, it uh, just opens it up. So uh, opens it up to other stuff because then Marvel's going to get their hands in it. I don't think so. You think Disney's going to let one of their characters be in Dead by Daylight? I mean, I think think that's something DC would jump on first. uh, I think that that's one of like, he's a character that is so kind of like niche. That I think you could get away with it. Like it's not like you're having the Joker out there stabbing people to death. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a little different. I don't know. 
I think I think as far as any character in a in the Marvel or DC catalog, that's the one that makes the most sense at the very least. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, fuck you, Joe. It's just yeah, a yeah. weird. Like, it's not that it's it. He wouldn't fit in. I just don't like the idea of including DC and or any like comics based gatekeeper yeah. ass. Whatever. God. What about you, Ben? What do you want? I have three that I'm thinking of, and third for me would be Candyman. Ooh, I was gonna say, oh yes. yeah, Candyman would be perfect. He would be. God, the hook, the bees. Ugh. Like how the artist sends like the ravens bloody. out, and yeah. it, he just sends out the bees to come at Ooh, you, man. Ooh, that's really good. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> no, and gosh, get Tony Todd. Yes, to mocap and voice. Like, Bro, really, make him like movie accurate. Make him tall, like. This would be fantastic. Yeah. You could have him like floating. That would be perfect. Yeah. Tony Todd's really tall though. He's idea. he's what? He's six four, oh. six five. Yeah, he's I big. He's a big boy. Big old boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to edit that out? It's up to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you won't anyway. Don't matter. But, uh, I mean, they have the more re- recent iteration of Candyman, so they can do different costumes with the, yeah. that guy. Um, that guy. <laughs> I can't remember his That's name. disrespectful, because he's a really good actor, but he I don't know is. his name either. God, he's been in a lot of... I, and the reason I don't know his name is because he's got, like, a very unique long name, I think. Because he played Black Manta, correct, in the new Aquaman? Yes. Yeah. No, so apologies to the actor. He's very talented. I cannot remember his name, though. I'm gonna say this wrong, and I really do apologize for it. Yaha or Yahya, Yaha, Yahya, Abdul Mantin. See, second. you made it more disrespectful. I... Let I me see say it. Yeah, I think. Oh, oh, wait. careful. Yahya, Abdul Mateen. Yeah. Yahya. No, actually, I. And he played my favorite version of uh, Doctor Manhattan too. Okay. He, oh, that's right. Yeah, he was, that's right. God, I if you really haven't seen that, do watch that series. That is, it's so fucking good. They have they have the number one, um, and I'm so happy I watched it with um, some friends from work um, side by side because we were like theorizing and I came up with something that came out to be right. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. <laughs> No, they have one of the best scenes, the funniest fucking scenes I've ever seen, where the the uh, I think her name's Night Sister. Um, her whole thing is like she's a police nun sort of thing, and uh, she sees this dude in a like silver metallic bodysuit with goggles on, and he's got like um, you know the like the the things they keep like uh, ketchup and whatnot in, but it's like clear. It's like the the big red. Like you go, you go to a restaurant. You sit a down. Bottle? Yeah, there, it's like a little bottle running. Like Heinz. Yeah, but no, no, no. It's like a, it's the nondescript one. It's just red. Oh. Yeah, but it's this one's clear and whatnot. Yeah, like the plastic bottle. And it's the funniest fucking scene. She's just she, it's at, it's from an active crime scene, and she sees him. She's like, wait, and he starts sprinting. And as he's running away, he takes these bottles and starts covering himself in oil. <laughs> and she's just like wait and so he's running toward the end of this neighborhood and it's very clear that she's catching up and he just jumps goes full plank and slides into the sewer (laughs) it is absolutely beautiful 
And especially because after it happens, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. Just as a scene and a show, it's pretty much perfect. Like, I, I, I'm hard pressed to find any flaws with that show. Because it just does so many things well. And the whole time it's building this mystery. And even the ending is just so goddamn good. But if you haven't seen it, highly recommend. Cool. Um, so what were you, uh, was, was that it? Were you transitioning to your talking about the actor? Oh, were yeah. originally talking about or anything? Um, yeah. No, we could ha- you could have uh, Mateen as a... Uh, as a skin or whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> modern. I don't I want Tony Todd. Yeah. No, Tony like, he Todd. did a good job in the movie, but I don't feel like his candy man was in the movie long enough to really be like a skin. That's fair. But mm. I think you really, and I really, people would just want to play Tony Todd. So it really don't matter. Yeah. Why, why spend the paycheck? No. <laughs> but, what was yeah. your other two, Ben? I'm, You're good. Uh, number two, I'd, because they already have Alien, I've already told you this, but I'd love to see the Predator in there. Okay. There's a lot of skins they could do for that. Yeah. Do they still have the Predator game, or did that shut down? Uh, it was ass. They got it, but it was shit. <laughs> it was man. trash. We tried, man. That thing, horrible. It was... I'm, I, mean, I the, feel sick to my stomach that I even pre-ordered that. Ugh. The Predator, like, playing as the Predator was fun, but it was just like... Other than that, dude, it sucked. Yeah. It was bad. Like I, I did love just jumping on brown people as <laughs> invisible and shit. That shit was so jumping through the trees. Yeah, just like, huh, huh, huh. well, I'm over here. <laughs> the Aliens versus Predator game from like 2007 was like a masterpiece compared to that. That was a fun one. Um, especially because with the aliens, you can crawl on walls. That shit was fucking mm-hmm. good. That was really good. Terrifying people, just like, hey, what you doing over there? I'm on the wall above you. Well, I figured you might be able to guess number one for me, but uh, he's slowly catching a lot of fire, and people are quickly starting to love him, but I would love to see Art the Clown in there. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah. no, Art, I, I can't believe they haven't done that yet, honestly. I would oh, love God. to see him in there. He doesn't have skins, but... Just always message well, uh, David Leon. But he's terrifying, huh? Oh, yeah. Just message, like, just straight up message him. Hey, I'll I will message <laughs> Damian Leone. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're working on it. I I would be shocked if he's not in there within a year. Which brought me to my next thing. I didn't think I was. I didn't get to go out to that. Remember, I asked y'all if you wanted to go to that screening of the second one. Yeah, it came back in theaters. I found out that they were handing out posters, posters for the third one. Yeah, and I got lucky and found one on eBay for twelve dollars. Hey, <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. It is Christmas themed. Hey! Oh, that's. We'll take a picture and post it. it. So for some reason, I, I just messaged the guy because he sent me a Venom oh, thing cool. with it. I don't know if he meant to do that, but if not, I'll have to send that back to him. But it's Christmas themed. He might just be trying to get rid of that. <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> he, hyped. He has faces as ornaments on the Christmas tree. Yeah. Just Santa's face wrap. I, oh. <laughs> we're, like because i because I, I already know this he's going to up the ante i already know like the fact well, that he turned down studios listen he's doing it the right way mm-hmm. like this is what he wants to do this is what people for some reason enjoy and i i applaud him for doing it his way and it's working so keep doing it i'm not your audience but like I will say that I'm very scared of what he's going to do in the third one. Well, I mean, 
According to that TikTok you sent us, the first five minutes are going to be worse than the entire two previous movies. Vomit. And you know what? I will I will give credit to Leon because um, he he's wanting to take a stab at Friday the Thirteenth and Jason whatnot. And he had a quote uh, about it and such, and he was just like, "I don't think uh, people are really scared of killers that much." And I feel like that's kind of doing the genre disservice. It's not a direct quote, but he essentially says, says they're doing a, the genre disservice by kind of making these killers like not so scary, but just more kind of like, well, jump scare sort of style. Yeah. He wants to make killers and art. The clown is definitely la- that he wants to make killers scary again. And I don't think art's scary. I think, I think he's terrifying. He's <laughs> like, not, I think he's yeah. like more funny than scary, but like just, in a sadistic way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would be nervous about him taking over a major horror icon like that. Give like, him... I, art's his. Yeah. Do whatever you want with art. It would make me nervous to see him get his hands on Freddy, Jason, Michael, any of the, you know, any icon. Yeah. Maybe in a few years we'll see, but, yeah. I mean, like, and Joe, you're, you are the... The, the king of uh, just dissecting directors and their camera angles, their different shots, the aesthetic. You know, like what? what? Be be genuine honesty. What is your if you had to give Damien Leone as a director a one out of ten grade right now after seeing his first two films, Terrifier? What would you give him? So Terrifier one was definitely horrible. Horrible. It wasn't great. There was a lot of amateur style mistakes um but terrifier 2 really amped it up did a good job fixing those mistakes and i think he's really improved i give him a solid 7 out of 10 yeah i should like, have fucking asked you uh, no which means he's a three because like here, here's here's the thing in the first one there's just there's certain things you don't do and it does affect scenes like um you know the 180 rule? No. So there is a, a rule in filmmaking when you are having a scene where, like, say for instance, because I'm across from Tyler, if you and I are talking, the camera is going to be behind my shoulder right here, and it's going to be facing you, and that's going to be your camera, and my camera that's facing me would be behind your right shoulder, and that's how that scene would be shot. Mm-hmm. The problem is... like a lot of amateurs and whatnot what they'll do is they'll have one camera on your right shoulder and one camera on my right shoulder and that just doesn't work the 180 rule is that there's a line in a big old circle Mm -hmm. and we don't break this line unless we want the tone to change and you'll see it in movies and whatnot and like i want to say not john wick um I can't remember one recently, but you'll see it a lot a lot of times where like people are talking to a gangster and they come in and they're all like nice and whatnot. And then when they want the tone to change, the camera will pass behind their head and suddenly that tone has changed mm-hmm. because they switched from the good side to the bad side, sort of thing. Okay. And they use it for different things. And uh but I think Terrifier one just had a lot of problems. There was there was a scene early on where and i'm sure we talked about it on the episode but um where they showcase him looking at a girl in a diner and the camera's over his shoulder and the way the camera cuts off the girl's head it just looks bad it looks poorly 
framed. And framing does a lot of work. If you, and I, I should bring over one of the books and lend it to y'all so you can I read it. I won't read it. Do it. Um, if you look into the the basics and the whatnot of filmmaking, it is really apparent when you start to see it what is amateurish and what isn't. Because mm-hmm. I do truly believe Terrifier won amateurish at best. I think it, it he did a good job with the violence and gore, and that's what he was going for, and great for him. Everything else just kind of meh. But Terrifier 2 improved on it. Did a lot better shots. Did a lot more in terms of visual. Mm-hmm. Um, did better uh, color grading. I, I think was is also a good improvement. Um, so if I had to go for Terrifier one, he would have been like a three, maybe a four. But it, four is being very generous. Um, but if we uh, his improvement seven, okay. easy. But like, would you, so you, you would trust him with like, let's say he, all the Jason stuff got worked out tomorrow and they said, Damien Leone, we want to give you the keys to the Friday the 13th franchise. You trust him to not just turn it into Terrifier with Jason. Well, see, that's, that's his thing is that he, in the quote, um, he was talking about like that they're not making killers as bloody as they used to because they used to like get, Killers used to be fucking like uh, Jason in some of his earlier movies. I saw him. I'm, I just remember him walking up to a bed. The guy's on the bed. He takes the machete guh, 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 right in his fucking back and then takes the bed and folds him yeah, forward. Yeah, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Okay. Um, that it was, shit was terrifying. It was a great kill. That I, was an amazing kill. I get it. His His creativity could be great. But his direction, his directing, I'm sorry, but both the first two Terrifier movies, I don't think they have good stories. First one definitely doesn't. The second one, I get he's trying to tell a very, very cohesive, um, just like web of, I don't even know. I still. And I think that's what's coming. Like, uh, again, I've heard that this one is really supposed to jump in to his story and. Mm -hmm. Really kind of bust that open. I know you're looking at me right now like that shit's not going to happen. I'm sure it will. I just, I I don't know. I just didn't like the way he went about it in the second one. But I guess to be fair, I'm I'm somebody who literally was over here last week defending the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's and how they tell their story in kind of the same way in little bits and pieces. So I'll I'll say I'm being a bit of a hypocrite there. I'm I'm willing to... Let him's vision play out before I, before I continue to stigmatize him. Well, I think that's just us, honestly. Joe loves the directorial part, the visuals, breaking it down. You like the storyline, and if there's good kills, I'm in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. I think Damien directing Jason in what I would see as Jason kills, absolutely. Yeah. Am I looking for a story out of Jason? No, I know Jason's story. If you can take Jason and make him scarier, fuck yeah. How, how about this? Damien Leone as a producer, but not the director. Mm. Have his input, have his ideas, but not a director. I have a little bit of input just because he is still new. Like, Terrifier happened because his friend suggested, hey man, that's the scariest out of the basement tapes that he put mm-hmm. together. Like, y'all... 
should really get this guy on. And then that's where Terrifier One came from. So now, uh, I I would if I had to give my honest opinion, I'd wait till Terrifier Three came out. See okay. if see if he improves even further from that. But if I had to go with just Terrifier One and Two, I would. I wouldn't expect the world, but I do think he could, like, like Ben was saying, probably could make Jason scary again. Because okay. the, f- the fact is, J- I, just, I just thought of like Trump, like with Jason, <laughs> like making Jason hats make Jason scary again. God. Make make Jason scary. Just <laughs> have it on the machete. Mm. Um. So this this is going to be not a hot take, but I would say a unique take. Um. I think they should put in Nosferatu. That's fair. Um, specifically, Count Orlock. Uh, old school, big, big ears, wild fangs, long talons. Have him instead of walking, have him floating. Like the version from the thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, and 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 here's here's my thing is obviously Universal has their they're trying to do their monster stuff and whatnot and fuck them. I guess I don't know. <clears throat> the Mummy killed me. The mummy really fucking hurt me. Like, where did it touch you? Tom Tom Cruise with fucking oh shit. What's what's his name? Russell Crowe as Jekyll and Hyde, and they tried to build like this like monster universe thing in one movie, and it's so frustrating because I know what they were trying to aim for because they were aiming at the same thing Iron Man was. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, here's a character who has the powers of, you know, this. And we have this other characters who head of an organization. And they also have a bunch of secrets and such. And it was just terrible. Yeah. It was hands down probably one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, what was that, like, ten years ago? I five want, or five I, to ten? I don't even think it was five. I think it was, like, four. Um, but, like, it's crazy how people saw what the MCU did and said, we want to do that. But nobody took the MCU's blueprint. Everybody said, fuck it. We don't want to make like four or five movies kind of introducing you to the world. We're going to make one movie, zero to a hundred. Yeah. Like DC even tried. I, yeah. DC, DC, like they literally made what? Man of Steel and then said, okay, let's go ahead and make one movie that has three characters in it. Let's go ahead and start the world building like at a rapid pace. Like you got to take your time with it if you actually want to do it. Yeah. Well, the pro the the problem that they were having is that their marketing teams were like, "We got to get on this now." Yeah. So like, the Mummy is pure exposition. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is worse than Five Nights at Freddy's at exposition. <laughs> like it's it's insane how bad it is because like, so they have the main character Jack, and then they have his side character. And I don't know his name, but I know he's played by the guy from uh, New Girl. Uh, Jack Jack Johnson, mm-hmm. and his whole character is just asking. Uh, uh, not Nick Cage. Um, Tom Cruise's character questions about what's going on, and Tom Cruise answering them. Mm. That is the entire thing. That's like all Tom Cruise movies. I wouldn't say all. I'm just kidding. But like, it was just. It's so bad that once. Jack Johnson's character dies, and when he shows back up as a ghost, he literally just asks some questions. He's like, "Why am I dead? What's going on?" And I'm just like, "What do you mean? What's like? Do something!" And then 
very end of the movie uh, uh tom cruise's character now has mummy powers whoa he's got like a little uh, he's got like extra eyes and little little teeth and he's he can summon sandstorms and his fucking friend comes up and he's a zombie and he's just like what are we doing jack and i'm just like what do you mean what have you been doing this entire movie like what's happening you just keep asking questions and he just keeps answering them or smiling at the camera it's just it's so frustrating because they wasted so much potential on that movie i was i was looking forward to it and I'm, i was so upset what were we talking about again count orlock okay um i think especially because dracula is technically public domain like we could make a story about dracula yeah and just make it like dracula is a jazz musician and uh you know i could see him playing jazz yeah 100 percent freestyle um <laughs> new age jenko reinhardt <laughs> um but no i i I think dead by daylight really should look into universal and their all their monsters because i really think wolfman uh creature from the black lagoon count orlock nosferatu um the mummy yeah it's not a bad idea i could see it being a little boring though maybe well, like in especially na- now like i feel like the the generation playing dead by daylight they don't know nothing about the universal monster movies see so you say that but Fortnite introduced frankenstein and the mummy and not like new age ones like old school ones they have them in the black and white yeah they were old school looking okay. yeah um, okay. speaking of old school or when, when are they gonna do like when are they putting out the Nosferatu movie? Which oh, one? God. That the new one? The Bill Skarsgård one. Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about the Last Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, when are they doing that too? They I think put... I think it's already it's already came out. I think it's going to be streaming soon. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Which well, I do want to watch it. I want to watch it. Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. That's right, because they recast uh, Ellen Hutter, Hutter's character. Who was it? I can't remember who it was, but uh, it's now Lily Rose Depp. Hmm. Um, are they making a new? I, I, this is super random. I apologize, but yeah. are they making a new Edward Scissorhands with Timothy Chalamet? Did I, see I thought I saw something like them, and I, you said Depp, and it made me think of Johnny Depp, and then I feel like I saw that yesterday, and I'm like, is this real? Like Timothy Chalamet, really? Like you don't need to have your career just spiral down into doing like old characters like yeah. like him Willy Wonka and then if he they does Edward Scissorhands I'm like ah they should have left that alone man yeah Willy Wonka was terrible Gene Wilder is Willy Wonka leave well, it alone no. you cast Jeremy Allen White who's that the guy from the bear oh. he looks just like young Gene Wilder yeah if you're gonna do it you at least do it right just look him up real quick okay so um Robert Eggers is the one that's making the new Nosferatu. Okay. Uh, originally was beginning development in 2015 after following the, re- the release of The Witch, but then he opted out to make The Lighthouse and The Northman, which so happy he did. Lighthouse, if... Honest, you know what? Lighthouse could be considered a horror movie. We could watch that. Mm. Have you seen it? I haven't, but I feel like you're stretching. No, because like, well... I know of it, obviously. So, the plot is um, Robert Pattinson uh, goes to 
a lighthouse with um, William Defoe, who's already there, and he switches out. Uh, either someone died or he's switching out because they always have to have two. Um, and the whole thing is he just keeps seeing weirder and weirder shit. And you could argue that it is a psychological horror for okay. Robert Pattinson's character. I need to watch it anyway. I'd be open to watching it. It is really good. Um, Which one? Uh, the Lighthouse. Speaking of... Yeah, Robert I want to watch that. What about Edward Cullen and Day by Day? <laughs> God, you know what? I would love for like an <laughs> April Fool's funny. thing. <laughs> That'd like, be funny. Just like... <laughs> I, would, I would love it. <laughs> like his mentimori is just him behind you. Say it. <laughs> no. Ad, like whenever he puts you on the hook. Ad, ad Bella. Ad oh Edward. And then just have like the voice line from uh, Jacob's character. Where you been, Loka? <laughs> just like somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Speaking of Twilight, you want to know the craziest thing I saw? You want to know who was a finalist to play Edward Cullen but didn't get it? Josh Peck. Really? Yes. He oh. said he came out on a podcast recently and said he was one of the four finalists for the role. I'm That's glad he didn't get what it. What a different universe. Like I would love to take a peek into that universe. Yeah. Oh, I bet you he becomes a sex icon. Yeah. <laughs> like what a like what an amazing career transition that would have been. That would have that would have been his his way in. Oh yeah. To the next like beyond his Nickelodeon face. He wouldn't be hanging out with David Dobrik right now. Um if I had to pick one last character, because I do think Nosferatu is Nosferatu would definitely be a good choice. Carrie, yeah, no, um, Carrie's fair. Specifically, just have her just be in that constant like psychic, you know, tapped in mode with just blood on her and just like eyes open sort of thing. But I feel like you could argue maybe her just being a skin for the ring girl yeah because they have sim- that's similar like they, that's yeah like that that's my only thing is that they have similar powers to a certain extent and they both float too yeah like mm. i think carrie's only thing would be like she would definitely have to have a uh a fire ability and a blood ability that makes like all the characters scream she would also definitely have to have something that's like seals uh like uh, jump pathways and things. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like she would be really good, but they'd have to play with it. Yeah. I've got it, though, boys. I figured out the perfect one. Mm-hmm. I, this perfect way to end this. Best one we thought of yet. Christine, the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Just... <laughs> But she just imagine she'd, like playing the game and having like just a car. Just, but the only thing is, she'd only work on that one on the one junkyard map. And, well, <laughs> the junkyard map and then the Michael Myers map because there's a street and she'd just be in the street, just like go ahead, finish the generators. You ain't getting out of here. I can go zero to sixty. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. God, that'd be the that'd be the that'd be something. That'd be something to see. <laughs> Imagine it going through houses, <laughs> going upstairs. If they could, I know that's a Stephen King thing. If they could work that out, they could put Cujo in there. Oh, God. I don't know if I. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad idea. I but he's like know. a massive dog. He's they. they make yeah, him like no, the no, no, of the yeah. Car, no, I'm like I was joking about the car. I just think it'd be funny. So, Ooh. but because there's a new Ghostbusters coming out, what they should do, uh, not Zool itself. Demon dogs. Mm. 
That'd mm. be good. If they if, Cujo personally, I don't know, feels like just a regular dog sort of thing, and especially I I wouldn't be able to play it. I wouldn't because he'd be barking and, and oh. making dog, no- <laughs> dog noises, and I'm just like I don't want to. I don't want to play headphones. A mean dog. I don't. Know. I don't want to play a mean dog. He's a sweet boy. All he needs is some love. Um, but a demon dog, ooh, that'd be fun. A hellhound. Yeah. Hmm. But. Well, I don't think I have any other choices. No, I'm excited to uh, to play tonight and just kind of see like what it's like <laughs> being chased by Chucky. <laughs> you have any? Like... I know Ben's got such a fast collection of horror things in here. I follow. What about Gene Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a kiss kiss uh, action figure. <laughs> Well, Gene Simmons would do it. I mean, have it have his guitar axe yeah, be, be have, the, have him, like in my heels. I mean, it. he was on SpongeBob. Why wouldn't he be? Oh, he he oh. takes any paycheck he gets. I mean, he wasn't he on uh, Scooby Doo. They had a whole ass movie. <laughs> Kiss saves Christmas. They had that. They that was one of the best Scooby Doo's ever when they had Kiss on there. Because <laughs> the Hex Girls got in there with him. This shit was awesome. You know who uh, I don't think they'd ever make this into Dead by Daylight. Tell me about it, bud. (laughs) But uh, they recently made a Hellboy game. Really? Hellboy uh, uh, Web of Weird. It's uh, it's actually got uh, Lance Riddick voicing Hellboy, Hmm. and uh, the style looks kind of nice. It looks it's it's very much the comic style, but it looks very much like uh, uh, Dead uh, Dead Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls sort of style. So. You know, the only thing about Gene Simmons is you have to keep him from fucking all the female characters. He's God. he's he's turned a little bit from doing all that. He's He finally got married. Well, I'd hope so. He's 80, isn't he? He's 72. <laughs> I would sure hope not. Now, 25-year-old Gene Simmons would fuck anything that moved. So Yeah, but I don't know if we want to get into the realm of him screwing him before he gets... <laughs> no, I'd rather not do that. <laughs> I don't know if Gene Simmons would even sign off on that. Probably not. Well, we're going to go play some Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Um, Hopefully Gene Simmons doesn't come and fuck us. Oh, God. Fingers crossed. Maybe maybe he can have an animation where he makes you choke on his tongue. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Joe. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. This is Ben. They watch it night.